Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Make Tao Academy Show. This is season two, episode number seven. Thank you for taking the time out of your day, night, evening, morning, or whatever time it is where you are in our very big universe for listening to the show. And as you all know, I value your time very much. Uh, let's not waste any more time. Uh, I'm trying as quick as I possibly can, in case you can't tell, uh, to get this podcast out without sacrificing the quality of it. So this is just insane, okay? This uh, story, you can only find it on Dangerous.com, uh, and you'll find out why as we cover it. So, I, I let's just get on with it. This is from Dangerous.com. I still can't believe that I'm actually reading this, but here we are, folks. Uh, this article is titled, Boy, 13, Arrested, Cuffed, and Dragged from School Over Hashtag MeToo Allegations. This was posted uh, today, actually, 9-2018. Uh, this is posted today. So, let's go ahead and read it. In a scene from Hashtag Me Too meets The Crucible, four female students have accused an 8th grade boy of sexual assault after he refused to apologize for going against political correctness. It started off as an ordinary day for 8th grader Keith Bailey until he was summoned by administrators into the vice principal's office at uh, Colorado Springs Colo Middle School. That's what the article says. Maybe it's a typo. I don't know. But, you know, he's an eighth grader. So uh, he's obviously one year away from high school. So uh, he's in middle school. He was confused and shaken. Keith had never been in trouble at school before, save for one minor incident months ago when he made an inappropriate remark that a fellow student looked like a school shooter. And on a side note, that is not something you should say, especially at a school. School shooting jokes are... Uh, just, mm, no, really messed up. Now, anyways, uh, this time it was much more serious. For over two hours on Wednesday afternoon, alone in her office, the vice principal grilled Keith. He said that they kept asking him the same things over and over. They were just intimidating him, asking him the same thing in different ways, asking what he did to these girls and why he did it to them. Why did you do it? What did you do? When did you do it? Keith's father, Dennis Bailey, says, They were vague the whole time. They never asked anything specific. And I've covered a decent amount of false rape allegation stories and uh, stuff alike. And from what I've seen, from what I've read, from what I've analyzed, uh, whenever you have a case where, there, where the details are vague, whenever you have a case um, where the, the witness seems to act a bit strange in terms of cooperation, uh, something just seems off. You get that feeling inside. You're like, uh, like something just doesn't feel right. Well, I'm getting that feeling. Oh, that feeling's strong, all right. All right. Now, I can't claim, I'm not going to claim this guy is definitely innocent. Okay, I'm going to wait for it to be confirmed. But I'm, I'm guessing, I'm going to bet that this guy's innocent. I'm not confirming it because, like I said, this is developing. We have... No idea what the truth is, but it, you know, by looking at the, at the points, you know, that these are, that the article is, you know, pointing to, if you will, it seems very unlikely that Keith has actually raped or sexually assaulted anybody. It seems very unlikely. So, uh, 
I mean, I don't know about you, but when, when, you know, his dad, Dennis Bailey, brought up the vague details and the question and all that type of stuff, it just rang alarms in my head. I'm not sure about you guys, uh, but it definitely rang alarms for me. Let's continue reading. Only after the two-hour inquisition did the school uh, phone Keith's parents to let them know that he was being suspended. But before they did that, they called the police. By the time Keith's father showed up at the school, his son was being cuffed and put into the back of a police car as a crowd of students stood by ogling, or is it ogling, the scene. So they called the cops first, then they called the parents, and as the dad came up to the school, he was already being put into the back of a patrol car, and all his peers, all his classmates were watching him. According to Keith and his family, it all started a week ago when Keith and his friends were sitting around his house talking about online anonymity. Anonymity. Keith decided to change his Snapchat avatar into a black bitmoji character. One of his friends, a girl, immediately noticed and within minutes told him he needed to change back. She said it was insensitive and racist for a white person to use a black character as an avatar. Keith, stubborn as any 8th grader, laughed it off and said he wasn't going to change it. The next day at school, the girl, according to Keith, then started telling everyone he was a racist. The harassment and accusations persisted for days. Other students began threatening to beat up Keith, saying they were going to jump him after school for being racist. Then the girl and three other female classmates took it to the next level, appearing to take a page from the Feinstein handbook on how to destroy pl your political enemies. Uh, they appeared before the vice principal to accuse Keith of sexual harassment and assault stemming back to the summer Keith had been friends with two of the girls they attend a youth group together at their church they had all the time if he had been maliciously touching them since back in the summer then they wouldn't be going out of their way to walk by our house to go to school together they go to youth group together they carpool together uh, to any reasonable person, I think that these allegations would be obviously ridiculous, but apparently there aren't any reasonable people anymore, Dennis says. And uh, by the way, uh, I think I may have slowed it at the beginning. Uh, they, the dad said they hang out all the time, but I, I think I slowed it. All right, I'm sorry. I'm, on the, I'm making this on the spur of the moment. I haven't read over the article that much. I haven't practiced it, so I'm sorry for the mistake, guys. But I'm just trying to get this thing out as soon as possible without making it too crappy. So I just want you guys to, you know, understand what I'm saying without slurring my, uh, my, my speech. Let's keep reading. Keith is an A and B student, plays football, takes advanced math classes, is well liked by his teachers and loves attending church. One of the girls, according to Keith, identifies as a feminist. Oh boy, that's a red flag right there. And as you all know, MGTOW strongly advises that you avoid people of this type as they can be very dangerous for you. But like, oh no, nothing's going to happen to me. Well, look what happened to our poor friend Keith. Got accused of rape. Now, is it true? Most likely not. And we'll find out, but it's most likely not true. So, th I mean, if you're wondering why we advocate again, you know, for not hanging around feminists, this is why. So let's keep reading this. He's pretty scared. I was scared. He was crying when they arrested him. We've never been close to anything like this. We don't know anybody criminal. It's not something we ever thought we'd have to deal with, Dennis, 32, who works as a plumber, says. I think the whole political climate is what is motivating this. Motivating this. Anytime you disagree with somebody, you know, now you accuse them of sexual assault and you're 
automatically, you know, they're the victim and you're a monster. It's so highly publicized now that that's just the answer. And, you know, he's right. You know, now I'm not trying to say that every time that someone comes forward about sexual assault, we, we should, you know, say, oh, you're just lying. No, we need to take it seriously. Sexual assault is a very, 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 very serious problem, and it needs to be dealt with appropriately. However, that does not mean that the course of justice and the process of it should be pushed aside. Voice crack right there. I'm sorry, pushed aside. Uh, due process. It can't just be thrown out the window, you know. We have due process for murders, for thefts, and other illegal activities. Yet when we have sexual assault, due process is thrown out the window. <laughs> Who cares? It's sexual assault. I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, just... I mean, look, like I said, it's a serious topic. It's a serious problem. I understand that. Okay, I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to give off the idea that this is like unimportant. It is, like I said, very important. But due process in the course of justice can't just be thrown out the window when it comes to sexual assault. It is a very serious crime, but we can't just throw out due process. We have to cross-examine, if that's the right term. I'm not sure. I don't want to start using improper terminology here, but I'm pretty sure that's the right term. But if not, someone please correct me. Uh, but I'm done with that little, you know, that little rant right there. Let's keep reading. All right, so after the arrest, Dennis stayed back at the school while his son was taken to the police station to be fingerprinted and have his mugshot taken. But neither school administrators nor the police would tell Keith or his parents the exact nature of the allegations. He was charged with unlawful sexual conduct and harassment, which comes with a maximum sentence of two years in a juvenile detention center. And the family must wait until a court date on October 27th to learn what exactly the girls claim Keith did to them. But a clue emerged the night before when one of the girl's parents phoned the Baileys. Her mother gave us a call and said she just found out that Keith had been inappropriately touching her daughter and she just wanted us to know. She said, I know Keith is a good kid, maybe he just went down the wrong path. She obviously believed her daughter. But she said it happened at the football game last week. The problem with that is my wife was at the football game the whole time. My son was there with his girlfriend and my wife didn't want him unattended so she had eyes on him the whole time. My wife tells this girl's mother, it's funny, I was there watching the whole time, he didn't leave my side and he was nowhere near your daughter, Dennis recalls. He was hanging out with his girlfriend, he wasn't running around molesting other girls. The mother then, cha then changed the story saying it must have been a different football game. The Baileys have met with a lawyer and started a legal defense fund for their son. Oh, wait a minute. Is it the other mother? Oh, okay. So they're talking about the other mother. You know, maybe the parents are in on this. Hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they, they genuinely believe that this is, you know, that, that the daughter was genuinely attacked or assaulted or raped or whatever. Uh, but, you know, it could be possible that the parents are siding with the child. Absolutely possible. I see it happen in schools all the time. Whenever there's a problem against the teacher, even if it's the student's fault, the parent will usually, like 99.99% of the time, side with the student or their, their kid. So don't be surprised if the parents are in on this too. But again, I'm just saying, you know, we don't know yet. This is an emerging story. It's coming out just, you know, it's, it's developing. It's new. We have to wait and find out. But let's keep reading. 
The Baileys have met with a lawyer and started a legal defense fund for their sons. Like a GoFundMe, but it's on a different platform. And I will link that in the description and episode information box below so you guys can check it out and donate if you feel like it. Uh, and I'll, I'll also have this article, of course, linked in the description or episode information box so you guys can check it out. But let's keep reading. So, uh, like I said, uh, they started that legal defense thing for their son. And after Keith's five-day school suspension is up... Uh, the school has the option to extend it another five days or to expel Keith entirely. But after the humiliation Keith suffered, his parents are already looking to enroll him in a new school. And I don't, I don't blame them at all. I would do the same thing. I mean, you've been accused of rape. Okay? You would definitely, you would sure as hell want to go to a new school if you've been accused of rape. Like I said, I have no idea if it's true or not. I personally don't think it's true, but... We'll, we'll see as the facts come out, as the details come out, we'll see what's going on. Right now, my, uh, my MGTOW gut is pointing to no, uh, it, that, that's just what it's saying. So, I'm gonna go with my gut instincts, you know? Uh, anyways, uh, let's keep reading this. So, uh, after the humiliation Keith suffered, his parents, like I said, are looking to enroll him into a new school, uh, the other students that, uh, they say already assume he is guilty after watching him being put in the back of a police car, okay? And usually, uh, you know, you can't exactly blame them because you, you would assume, oh, if the police inv are involved in this, it's, you know, going to be, it's usually going to be true because, you know, the law is always right. You know, the law is always just. It always follows the course of justice. I mean, it's not like due process, you know, wasn't used. Of course they used due process. Of course they did. And that sarcasm, in case you can't tell. Now, Keep reading. Right, let's keep reading this. Uh, it blew my mind. My son is not even mature enough to have done anything like that ma maliciously. I don't think it's in his realm of mental capacity at this point in his life. That they are demonizing him as some sort of malicious predator blows my mind. I don't even think his mind is capable of being predator, Dennis says. The crucible-like scenario has the Baileys reeling. We're all on edge. I'm furious personally. I'm furious at these kids and their parents for allowing them to do something like this. I'm furious at the school for not even seeming like they are giving him a chance to defend himself and the way they tried to intimidate him. It seems really shady how they wouldn't call us until two hours after they started interrogating him, Dennis says. And Dennis, the dad, is absolutely right. There is some shady stuff going on around here. But again, you know, there's, there's some other reasons. You know, the school knows that if they don't take a uh, accusation, especially a rape accusation, seriously, it can end up bad. You know, it can end up with administrators being fired for not taking an accusation seriously. Now, of course, they should, but it wasn't just. It wasn't fair. That's the point I'm trying to get at here. Uh, so there's partially a reason to this that I, you know, I can see why they would grill him like that and not really give him a chance to defend himself. And I hope you guys can see that too. Uh, so anyways, he sees the whole terrifying situation as trickling down uh, from the way all the adults on television appear to be treating each other these days. What 13-year-old girl doesn't love drama? I imagine that's all they see it as. Let's stir up some drama. What they don't realize is now he's now facing criminal charges. And I hope that these girls did this without truly understanding the repercussions of their actions. I think hashtag me too, the hashtag me too thing has gotten played out so much that they see it as a way to get what they want. It's a quick way to demonize somebody. I hope they don't foresee what the actual ramifications would be. So that's the article, guys. Like I said, it will be linked in the description box below now. Um, 
the comments here are, are just wonderful. Now, uh, one thing that I would like to point out is this comment. It was made by Graham Molinero, and he said, So I Googled this story, and I can't find another article about this situation. I also Googled the kid's name and found nothing. I Googled Colorado Springs and found a Where's Waldo event, which is dope, but nothing about the story. If this story actually happened, it would be huge, and more than one website would publish the story. And if anyone could find me evidence like photos, video, or any other credible sources that this actually happened, that would be great. And then Janice Estrada replied and said, I just did the same, uh, also producing zero results. But then again, it's Google. Every time I attempt to research anything, I have to, deep, I have to dig deep past liberal biases to find anything remotely neutral. Uh, and I and I and I was like, yeah, I, I suspected the same thing. Uh, so I tried DuckDuckGo.com. I tried Bing. I tried all the search engines I could think of: Yahoo, AOL, whatever came to mind. I tried it. Couldn't find a thing. And then uh, James, I think it's James Jeru Miller replied, "It happened. I am close friends with the kid's father." Uh, and then he said, it is weird why the local news hasn't covered it, but this all happened like less than 48 hours ago. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then Dennis Bailey, the actual dad, replied, and th like it's the actual dad, and he replied and said, this just happened yesterday, and, and this is the only outlet that I've spoken to. I will not be speaking to any of our local outlets because of liberal bias. So, I mean, I, I can see him. You know, I, 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 like, I'm politically independent. I think both sides of the the spectrum are crazy, but liberal bias is true. It definitely exists in mainstream media, uh, even small local news media definitely exists there. So I don't exactly blame him. He's a Trump supporter, so I, you know, he he takes that stuff more seriously. Uh, you know, I honestly don't care to be honest with you guys about that whole political stuff. It just, uh, I, I don't know. I don't like politics really, but I can see where he's going with that. So I don't blame the dad. Now I'm going to the Funly page. Uh, so this is the Funly page of this video. So I'll, like I said, it'll be linked in the episode information box or the description box. Uh, so you guys can check that out as well. And if you want to donate, you can. They've raised $6,845 so far uh, from 116 donors. So this defense fund, it's titled the defense fund for Keith Bailey. And then the the main, like, sub, I don't know what it's called, the subcaption, whatever it is, says... Keith was arrested at school today for sexual misconduct and harassment. He made a girl mad at Snapchat, so she and her friends reported him for sexual assault. We'll post the full story. And below, he put down, the, I guess it's the dad, put down more info. And then this is what he wrote. My 13-year-old son was uh, arrested at school today. Today at school. Uh, the whole thing started with him changing his avatar on Snapchat to a black person. That triggered accusations of being racist, and he started getting threats at school. Still, he refused to be bullied into changing it. The first girl to get triggered, and some of her friends, uh, all accused him of sexual assault at school. I honestly believe that it's completely fabricated, but in the era of hashtag MeToo, they let him away in handcuffs. After hours of intimidation from a school administrator, which no one even called us or let us know what was going on, they couldn't coerce a confession out of him, so they suspended him from school anyway and called the cops and had him arrested. We intend to fight the charges with whatever it takes and take it to civil court after we win his criminal case. We spoke to an attorney after we picked him up from the police station, and he said it will be a minimum of about three to $5,000, and that's why they have a $5,000, uh, you know, that's why that's what their goal was, and of course they broke it. Uh, they broke that goal, and of course, you can always, you know, go higher. You know, people, if you want to donate, donate as much as you can. Um, and this is really, really sad. So, like I said, that stuff will be linked 
the article and the donation fund will be linked in the description for my viewers on YouTube and in the episode information section for those of you listening to this podcast on my various platforms. But guys, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. This is, I did, like, I did not expect to do this. This was, uh, something I, I, I had to just, I haven't even, it's been less than an hour. Like, usually it takes me a couple hours to prep for stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me, I gotta get, like, images loaded up. I gotta get everything loaded up. I got the, the microphone loaded up. But I just did this on the spur. Okay, I'm not sure if you can tell. Maybe the, the, the quality is like a lot less, but I, I just had to get this out as soon as I possibly could. Like I said, no other outlets besides Dangerous.com is going to be covering this. Well, not yet at least. So I wanted to get this out there to you guys. Please share your thoughts with me via email at megtowacademy.media at gmail.com. And if you're watching this on YouTube, show me in the comments below. And I will, of course, always, uh, as I always do, reply to those comments. Uh, we need to get a discussion going on this. This is a very serious and developing story. And I'll update you guys with uh, more updates as they come out through uh, the following days, through the next couple of days. So, uh, guys, that'll be it for today's podcast. Remember that, like I proved in today's article, it is a very dangerous world out there. So be sure to keep taking your daily doses of red pills and to stay safe. Everybody, this is MGTOW Academy.